Welcome back to The Lady Heather Show, where I talk about my life so you can forget about yours. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I think I've kind of figured out that I like Tuesdays for podcasting days. Um, I like that it's right after a weekend, so I can kind of fill you in on what the weekend was like. But it's not Monday, because Monday is like not it, you know? I'm not ready to talk. I'm like decompressing from the weekend on Monday. So Tuesdays is cute. And um, I'm doing my hair right now. Like I just cut it and I'm bleaching it and it has to sit for an hour. And so this is the perfect time to sit down and catch up with you. So Tuesdays, we will have fresh hair and a fresh podcast. So let's think this weekend. Um, we made a a makeshift makeup Father's Day weekend because um, on Father's Day, I had just gotten um, all the plastic surgery. I'd gotten the uh, tummy tuck, breast reconstruction, implants out, liposuction, skin tightening, you know, the whole nine yards. And so I was recovering still because, yeah, let's see, I got my surgery on June 7th and Father's Day was, I guess, like two weeks after that. So I was pretty useless. Steven's parents were in town. So we spent time with his family, with his dad, but then I hadn't celebrated him. And in fairness, I completely forgot about it. And um, Steven reminded me last week, he's like, hey, can we celebrate Father's Day this weekend? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And for us, that just means like spoiling the other person to where, you know, they don't have to worry about any of the kids stuff. You could do as much or as little as you'd like with the kids. And um, yeah, breakfast in bed, coffee being brought to you, you know, gold tops being on the ready, you know, just spoiling him. So on Friday, we were going to spend the day together. I let him sleep in. I got the kids off to school. And then um, came home, I think I worked out and he worked out and then we went on a walk and then we decided to go um, to this little bar, little wine bar in Wimberley called uh, Ranch Brand. I love it. They have the best strawberry daiquiri, which sounds like trash. But this is the best frozen drink I've ever had in my entire life. Ever, 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 ever. So I got that. And then um, they have really good like snacky foods. They make some sort of like dip. And I think it has chicken in it. And I think it's called ranch brand dip or I forget what they call it. But it, it looks disgusting. It looks pink and it just looks really weird um and unappetizing and then they serve it with you know like the crackers the like seasoned saltine crackers that your your aunt used to make for Christmas they're served with that spicy ones and you know just like not spicy but super seasoned ones um so we usually get that and then they have this hummus this lemon hummus with fresh warm pita bread and it slaps but we didn't get the hummus this time we got our charcuterie board and then that ranch dip, whatever that thing is. And I got my frozen daiquiri and um, 
I guess on Fridays they have, um, well, every day they have a drink special and it happened to be old fashions for $6 and Steve's favorite drink is an old fashioned. So it was perfect. So we sit down and, um, I brought my tarot cards and I've been kind of studying more. So I have my tarot card class, like my, um, to learn more about tarot cards and being able to read tarot cards on Sunday. But I got the notes. This is a second class. Sunday is like round two of classes. And I didn't go to the first one. And so she sent me the notes of the first class so that I could be uh, more prepared for the second class. So I kind of, I've been looking over the notes. And then I was also like just the way the reading that she did for me. Um, I don't know. I wanted to practice already. I was ready to practice. So we're sitting in this cute little restaurant and um, I'm reading Steve's tarot cards and he's not like, I won't say he's not not a believer, but he's not crazy like me, you know? Um, But he was super impressed by how accurate the cards were. And he said that I did a really good job like connecting things together. And I seriously think this is my new job. Um, if I can get this going. So the, the, there was a waitress or somebody that worked there, bartender named Emily, and, um, she wanted me to read her cards and I didn't have time to that day. Plus I do want to practice a lot more before I start sitting down with people. But like, a lot of the the tarot card readers that I see around here do um, mini readings, and I think those are like 15 minutes, and then readings are like 30 minutes. But ideally, what I would like to do, and maybe I said this last time, but I would like to offer um, one-hour readings so that the person has time to process through things um, and ask more questions and just have kind of a sounding board um, and kind of to be able to put together a plan or what they want to do when they leave the room. Like you feel if you have a really good reading and by good, I mean, not that you necessarily got good news, but that it was really accurate and on point. You leave with your head and your heart feeling like they're going to explode, but you have no, no practical, moves you know it's just like all of this information and emotion is dumped on you and then you leave and you have to go pick up your kids from school you know what I mean like there's no time to process it which processing is bullshit right but there's no time to process it and like you know I I want to be a tarot card reader slash life coach I mean could anything sound more scammy I've got to come up with a better way to say that, but that's what I want to do. And I'm thinking that charging $100 for a one-hour reading and then to sit with me and just talk through things, um, I think that would be a steal, don't you? Now, I will say that even just sitting with Steve, my husband, um, and reading the cards afterwards as crazy as it sounds I did feel kind of emotionally drained like I give so much and I want to connect so much and understand so much even with somebody who I already know that I think it's not like I can do 10 readings in a day Um, I'm gonna have to find a way to recharge between but yeah that's my goal that's my dream so I'll keep you posted okay so 
we did that on Friday. Then we went and picked up the kids. Um, and after that, we were planning on going to a restaurant called Hildy's. Um, they have a cute happy hour. And then there's also um, a playground for the kids to play at. And so that was the plan. So Stephen and I both go to pick up uh, the girls. And when we're picking up Teddy and Stella, one of our friends that we've met, we met this couple a long time ago um, when we were here in the summer. We were at the same restaurant together and our kids were playing with their kids and we ended up exchanging numbers. And then we've been trying to get together with them kind of ever since, but it just different things didn't work out. And um, so the husband, his name is Jason, was at pickup too. And he's like, hey, Heather. Hey, Steve. He's like, hey, we're, we're having some other friends over to our house this afternoon. Do y'all want to come bring the kids like just hang out? We're like, why the hell not? So um, we get the kids, we stop by the gas station to get them snacks because I don't know if your kids love this, but there is nothing more than my kids. They, they love going to the gas station to get snacks. It's like the biggest treat in the world. And we have 80% of the shit that they have at the gas station that they're so excited by, but they still, it's like, it's like a field trip. Um, Ooh, there was something different. Okay, so we went to this um, gas station. I think it's called Texas Born. So it's super cute. And it seems to be the spot where everybody goes on Fridays. Now, maybe everybody, like after they pick up their kids, maybe this is a place where people go to every day. But it really seemed like a Friday hot spot. And um, so there were tons of kids and families. You could tell they just got picked up from school. And... Um, kind of like where they would have the fountain drinks or like ices, they had this cooler and it had a bunch of different um, cups with different flavors. Like, oh my God, of course. I have to yawn in your face so you know it's me. Um, a bunch of different flavors in these cups. It's like cotton candy, Oreo, uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. But what you do is you open the thing, you take one of the cups out, whatever flavor you want, and then you put it in this machine next to it. And um, you get to decide it like makes a milkshake or a smoothie. And you get to decide what consistency you want it to be. There's like three different consistencies. And then you close the door, they mix it up, and then you pull it out and put straws or a spoon. And so the girls got a mint chocolate chip shake and they were pulling each other's hair out over it and almost finished the whole thing we just threw three straws in there but they almost finished the whole thing before we even made it back to the car like it was a hit so I had text um the wife Ashley so that this couple is Ashley and Jason and um I had text the wife and said, you know, we're stopping for snacks. Do you need anything? She's like, we have plenty of snacks. She's like, bring ice cream. My boys have been wanting ice cream, cookie dough ice cream. I'm like, bitch, I got you. And so there was um, Bluebell Monster Cookie, Monster Cookie Dough ice cream. And if you're not familiar with what a Monster Cookie is, it is, um, you know, like the M&M cookies with the ice cream in the middle? That I think I thought like Nestle made that or like not Bluebell. But anyways, Bluebell did this and I did end up having a bite when we were at their house. And I think it's shit. I'm gonna say something. I think Bluebell is shit. I don't like it. 
I have a warm, fuzzy connection and feeling to the homemade vanilla just because my sister loved it so much. So there's something about that that is like so familiar and so cozy and I do love that flavor. They've mastered something with the homemade vanilla. And my sister always used to put honey on her ice cream. And if you've never done it, you have to do it at least once. Get the bluebell vanilla or some vanilla and put a little honey on it. Ooh. And if you're sassy... You should, oh God, my friend Ashley just texted me that she's listening to my podcast where I was shitting my pants, <laughs> shitting the bed. Um, but if you're feeling sassy, do like Mike's hot honey on ice cream. That would be so good. Um, so anyway, it, it's so good. Like when the, when the honey gets cold, it kind of hardens up like caramel and gets a little chewy. Anyway, I think uh, bluebell vanilla, homemade vanilla is the only good ice cream. I think everything else tastes disgusting. It tastes like a shitty Baskin and Robbins. You know, when, when ice cream kind of gets a little freezer burny, it has almost a fruity flavor. Like every ice cream kind of tastes a little bit like fruity pebbles. That's what I think Bluebell ice cream is. I think their cookies and cream taste like freezer burn ice cream. I think their, um, their cookie dough ice cream, I think is weak as fuck and I think it tastes like fruity pebbles like I don't know it's just weak I I'm I'm a Ben and Jerry's girl I love the peanut butter cup one and everything but the all that but anyway all the kids I mean they were happy with it okay so we show up to um our friend Ashley and Jason's house and we knew there were going to be there was going to be another family there but we didn't we didn't know who you know this was kind of a I mean, I told Steve I was nervous. He's like, why are you nervous? I'm like, I don't know. Like, just what What if all these, you know, all these people probably know each other and we're just coming in, you know, just my social anxiety. Um, and we pull up and Jason comes outside to greet us and they have the most picturesque house you've ever seen. Such a hill country, gorgeous, modern, but it's so beautiful and there's like a little gate and there's this huge fluffy dog um that's like barking and greeting us it looked like a fucking hallmark card um and so it was it was fantastic so we go in and there's another couple there and it's such a small world but maybe not that small of a world because our kids are in the same school but like um this other couple I see either the husband who's a chef his name is Greg and the wife is Meredith and she has a cute little baby and the baby's name is Sunday shut the fuck up so it's Sunday and Wilder is their son you don't give a shit about these details but I'm just you know we're just we're just talking um but Greg and Meredith were there and um, they're, you know, Sunday's like, she's a baby, still drinking a bottle, like she's cute as hell. Um, and the kids are just running around, fucking tearing up the house, stressing me out a little bit. But everybody just had the best time. I had a couple of shots of vodka. What? Heather had a shot of vodka? Yeah, I did. Maybe they were half shots and maybe I had to chase them with pineapple juice, but bitch, I did it. Now, pineapple juice, I told Ashley, I'm like, I don't know what's more disgusting, the vodka or the literal pineapple juice from a can shooter. I cannot. I think pineapple juice, like real pineapple juice, like concentrated pineapple juice is disgusting. But 
it was, it was so much fun. So we did that and then we ordered, um, pizza and we have discovered something because the pizza hut here is the shit. It is so good. And Jason is like, you know what? There's something different about a small town pizza hut. And Steve is like, you know what? You're right. This pizza hut is like the old school pizza hut. Do you remember when you were a kid and you would go and eat inside pizza hut? Can't you smell it and taste it and like feel the warmth of the ovens like in the in the place and the red cups with your Dr. Pepper? Like can't that's that's what this is. It is so fucking good. I only had one piece and then I ate as many leftovers from the kids. I was trying not to be a fat ass, but you know, when my kids don't finish a piece, I'm like and we got wing. It was just amazing. And then we realized, holy crap, we got to leave to let our dogs out. So we had to go home. It was like eight or something. But we, I don't know, it was the best, most random afternoon. And it was something that never would have happened in Sugarland. Never, ever, ever, ever. And it turns out that um, the other couple that was there, it's not like they had been best friends and had been hanging out forever. I think this was only their first or second time to actually hang out. So it was all like, I don't know, we were all kind of on the same uh, friend playing field. And then um, Ashley started a group text with Meredith and her and I, and it just feels like home. Like, I don't know. I already love these girls. We were supposed to do yoga today, but I've had a really shitty couple of days, which I'll get into in a little bit. And so I canceled on them um, doing yoga today, but we're going to go to breakfast at the cafe in the square. Yeah, bitch, because that's how cute our fucking lives are on Friday. So we're going to drop the kids off and then go to the Wimberley Cafe and drink mimosas. And okay, let me tell you my Wimberley Cafe order. So I get one bean, egg, and cheese um, breakfast taco. It's just bean, egg, and cheese on a flour tortilla, and they leave it open. It's just like a big, fat, open taco. Then I order a side of fries, and I put the fries inside the taco, and then um, it comes with salsa, but I mix the salsa with a bunch of Cholula, my mouth is watering and I dip my taco in there and it is the best thing. And then a mimosa and you're like, good to go. So freaking good. Um, so anyways, we're going to do that on Friday. But when we were at Ashley's house, so her dog, his name is Farley. He's a, fuck. What's a herding dog? Fuck, fuck, fuck. A poodle and um, I don't know. It's escaping me now. You're screaming. You're screaming at me. But it was Australian Shepherd. Huge. Like I had no idea that an Australian Shepherd mix could be this big. It is the biggest, floppiest dog. The dog has a really, really like light pink tan nose and light colored eyes and light hair. It looks, but Farley, the, the dog looks like Harry and the Hendersons. Like if you look at the dog's big old dumb and I mean that in a loving way, big old dumb face. And then you look at Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. It's the same fucking thing. They're the same human. So it's going to be hard for me to call him Farley and not Harry because he is Harry. And they had a kitten, a kitten that I wanted to shove inside my mouth. This is the cutest fucking cat ever. He goes inside and outside. And he was just like, it was like playing with a puppy. 
It was the cutest thing. I was kissing him, and don't tell Snoopy this, but I've been kissing her and pretending it was that little tiny cat because I love that cat. Snoopy is giving me the evil eye from across the room. Bitch, I love you. Let's go. Let's go say hi to Snoopy real quick. Here, I'm going to make her yell at you. Come on, Snoopy. She loves us. Um, but yeah, it was a great night. So we get home. I'm sure, I don't even remember, but I'm sure Steve and I had an edible. And after the kids were in bed, everyone calmed down and watched movies. And it was awesome. So then Saturday, I let Steve sleep in. I wake up and I take Teddy with me to go get donuts. Um, And... Then Steve wakes up and then we go out like it's it wasn't too it wasn't as hot as it's been. And so we went outside to the barns and um, the girls did their hoverboards. Stella tried skateboarding for the first time and I kept telling her, I'm like, you're going to fall. It's going to be so awful. It's really hard, Stella, like like a jealous bitch. And of course she gets on. We patted her up all the way. Helmet. Um knee pads, ankle, I mean, not ankle, uh, wrist protection, whatever. And she's, she did so good. But I put on Snoopy. Snoopy loves to bite my rubber shoes, like my slides. So strange. Um, but all my slides have little teeth marks in them from where she's bitten the part that goes over your foot. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, the girls are hoverboarding, Teddy's riding her mini Polaris, and I'm in my vintage pink roller skates trying not to kill myself. I got pretty good, but I want to keep doing it. Like, it is so much fun, but I can't figure out how to keep the skates tight. It's like if you've ever tried to ski and your skis are too loose, like, it's hard. But every time I tighten the skates, they get loose again by themselves, so whatever. But my girls were impressed that I could skate because they can't, but they can do the hoverboard. And I did that one time and I, my life flashed before my eyes and I crashed to the ground. And I think the ground shook. That was over the holiday. They'd gotten them for Christmas from Steven's parents. But so we did that. We hung outside. I tried to like keep up with the house so that, because I swear to God, if I take an afternoon or an evening off, the house gets fucking trashed. Oh, and I canceled the housekeeper from coming on Friday just because I didn't feel like dealing with it. Like I knew Steven and I were going to be home in and out and I just didn't want to deal with it. So our house right now, I'm, I'm walking through and it's like Dust Ball City. Um, Roman, our GSP, sheds like you would not believe. Our house is just disgusting right now, but I don't like our maid service. It's one of, um, it's, it's called like Marybelle's something. Um, and we now are on the schedule for Fridays, which I do feel very lucky for because Fridays is the superior day to have a clean house. Whether you clean it yourself or somebody else is cleaning it, Fridays is the move. Um, and I'm very thankful for that, but I just hate these cleaners. They send a new group every time. And so every time, every week, I'm having to show the people around. And I don't know. They just don't do a great job. It's not consistent. But I haven't been able to find 
uh, an alternative yet. Hi, Steve. How was your workout? Horrible? Are you happy you did it? Yes. Now what? Okay, well, I'm working. Oh, sorry. Huh? I'm podcasting. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Meredith and Greg are coming over on Friday. Sweet. Ashley and Jason can't. Cannot. Um, please leave. <laughs> um, okay, so we do that on Saturday, and then we come back inside. Steven's watching college football. I actually laid down and snoozed, and then he really wanted to go to this brewery, um, Vista Brewing. They're having like um, a brewery, winery, Vista Brewing. I guess it is a brewery. Um, and they were having like an October fest where they were having some of their like new fall beers and stuff like that. I did not want to go because it was so hot outside. But guess what? It's Father's Day. So we're doing it. We were supposed to meet the two other couples there. But um, Ashley and Jason, their uh, boys had played soccer and they were literally dead, which I don't blame them. I hadn't even been outside um, since it had gotten really hot and I was already hating my life. Um, so they didn't come. Meredith was, um, out of town with her friends. And so it was just Greg and Sunday and Wilder and Steve, I, Steve and I and the girls. And we showed up and immediately the kids are complaining. The sun is beating down upon us. And in the car there, on the way there, I started feeling so overstimulated, like, like everything was bothering me. Every noise, every mommy, 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 mommy. It is amazing the amount of times. I mean, Teddy's real good at it, but all three of them. Somebody is saying mommy at least every five seconds. And I shouldn't be such a bitch because sometimes it's a lot of the times just, I love you so much, mommy. Well, thank you. Or they just want to tell me a story. Like, it's very sweet, but it's very overwhelming. And then they wanted the music on, and then they were playing with their iPads, and then they were yelling at each other, then they were singing, then they're, I'm like, oh my God. I told Steve, I'm like, I'm just feeling like very overstimulated. I don't know what's wrong with me. And then I realized that I forgot, I've, I had forgotten to take my, my Lexapro and Wellbutrin, which it's not like it works that way. But I swear sometimes if I forget to take it just for the day, like I fucking feel it. So maybe, and the very first day I take Lexapro, I do feel calmer. Like whenever I get off of it and then get back on it. So maybe I am more sensitive to it than I think, but I was not well. So after we get to the brewery, the kids are complaining. Everybody wants to sit right next to me and I want to fucking push them away because it's so hot and all they want to do is complain and play on my phone and the kids did run off to go play like on the play set, but they came back within like five minutes because they were hot. So um, we ended up ordering food and ate there, but they were just being little bitches. Like they were just hot and not feeling it. And um, so we left there and then um, we became members of a, a wine club. Um, and so we went to go pick up our quarterly like every quarter we get a case of wine so we went to go do that and with this wine club every time you visit there once a day you can get a glass of wine for free bitch shut up if we live closer we'd have breakfast wine every single day luckily we don't 
But um, I was feeling so anxious. Oh, and before we left the brewery, Teddy is throwing a fit, kicking dirt on me, hitting me. I, (laughs) and I was already overstimulated. And then all of this is happening. I'm having to like pick her up and drag her out of the place to get back into our car. And then Stephen wants to stop for a glass of wine and to pick up our case of wine. I'm like, can't we just come back like next week? I'll get the wine. He's like, we're already right here. Like, let's just go. So I'm like, okay. So we go. I'm so pissed off at Teddy for treating me that way. I'm so annoyed. Um, and the girls were just fighting the whole time. So I was just in a really shitty mood and feeling very anxious. So we sit down at a picnic table. The kids are sitting there. And um, Teddy's playing in the dirt under the table. And we have our two glasses of red wine. Montetribliano. I don't know. Some type of red Italian red wine, I think. And um, I just feel like my chest is com- like being squeezed. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I need to get the fuck out of there and go home. I'm feeling horrible. Like I'm having a panic attack and I can't finish the wine. I can't do anything. Like I've just got to get the fuck out of there. But I know this is like Steve's Father's Day weekend and this is really shitty. I'm in a horrible mood because I'm having terrible anxiety and um, so I end up going and sitting in the car and getting the girls ready. Steve goes back in and gets our case of wine and we get back home and I'm just like a mess. And so I take an edible and I'm just, I don't know what else to do. Like a long time ago, I used to have a medication to take. It didn't really do shit. It was for if you can't sleep or if you're having a panic attack, you can take it. And my doctor told me it was kind of like... um Benadryl on steroids, kind of. Um, But I've run out of that and I haven't ever refilled it. But I have nothing to do or nothing to take if I'm having that feeling. And I haven't had that feeling in so long that came on so strong. I mean, I haven't even thought about it. And so an edible was the only thing I could think of. So once that kicked in, I was like, okay, oh my God, I feel so much better. But I feel exhausted from... Like, it takes so much mental and emotional energy when you have anxiety like that. Like, I was just kind of done. So we did have really, really, really good sex. And then I'm like, hey, do you mind if I just kind of check out and watch TV and you could watch whatever you want in the living room? And he was a little bit disappointed, but he was like, okay. And so I laid in bed and watched 90 Day Fiance until I passed out. And then... Sunday morning, we wake up, or I wake up. Um, The girls let us sleep in, but they, like, they get bored and they want to hang out with us, which I love and I totally understand. So I get up. Steven wants to keep sleeping, so I let him keep sleeping, and I do some stuff around the house. Um, I think we went outside, or the girls went outside and played, and then um, I put in an order to HEB because Steve's plan was to watch college football, and then I was going to make a beautiful charcuterie board. Like, I bought, um, what do you call it? Date jam, or like, you know, like the jam with the seeds in it that you get, like on real charcuterie boards. I bought all kinds of really yummy cheeses, and I was just super excited. Well, he ended up sleeping until 30. PM. And so when he got up, 
I'm being real honest with you. I was not in a great mood. I was annoyed. The kids were driving me fucking insane. And yeah, I don't know. I was I was still kind of on edge. My anxiety was still like hanging around and I was in a bitchy mood. It felt like extreme PMS, like angry, um, but anxiety at the same time. Like it was just, I was not in a good mood. So I tried to not be bitchy to him, but I don't think I was the nicest And so guess what? I had an edible. And then we sat on the couch and we were going to start watching um, a movie. It was like later in the afternoon, early evening. And um, then he made a comment about how he was disappointed about how this weekend went. And I lost my shit because I'm like, well, you know, I'm doing the best that I can. I have horrible anxiety. And we got into a humongous fight not the not the ugly not one of the ugliest fights we've ever been in but one of the most serious fights we've ever been in and um it stretched all through the night he slept on the couch and then the next day it stretched that was yesterday damn time's gone by very slowly and so yesterday most of the day we were still not okay with each other like it was intense um but we made it through and we're now good with each other again. There's some like, we need to work harder. And by we, I mean, he does on certain things. And usually I'm the fuck up, but this time it's his turn. So he's uh, getting his life together for me, which is great. And just being more patient with me and more accepting of me being exactly who I am, uh, always imperfect. And learning just to love and accept my love as it comes. So, but yesterday we were still kind of arguing and um, we still weren't good yet when I had to go to pickup line. So fun fact, which I'm sure all of you who have any sort of anxiety or social anxiety feel the same way, like when you're feeling anxious and when you're in a bad mood, the thought of having to go out in public is like a nightmare because... I give my energy to everyone. And when I have no energy to give, I just don't want to go out because I feel like I can't go out and not be kind to people and not be, you know, like normal. And Meredith and Ashley had been texting in our group thread and I hadn't responded to anything because um, I didn't, I was just out of it. I was not in the mood. And so I'm like, fuck, I'm going to see them at pickup and then they're going to say hi and I'm going to look like shit and I'm going to feel like shit and I don't want to talk to them. But I'm like, oh, well, bitch, you got to go get your kids. So I wait till the last second to get out of my car and I see the husband, Jason, um, park behind me, like next to me. And so he ended up walking up first and then I... A couple minutes later, went out and was standing out there. And I'm like, I don't want to be a bitch. Like, I'm standing right behind him. I need to say hi, even if I'm in a really shitty mood. So I'm standing behind him. And then I reach out and I kind of scratch his shoulder like, hey. So I scratch his shoulder. And then I put my arm around him, um, like, to give him a side hug. But he's not super tall. So my face is really close to his face. And then when I look at him, it's not fucking him. It was not Jason. It was not Jason. It was some other man, some somebody else's husband. I said, oh my God, you're not the husband. I thought you were. You're not Jason. 
He's like, uh, no, I'm not. He was really nice though, but it was so fucking awkward. Cause then I'm like, oh gosh, okay, well, what's your kid's name? What, what class are they in? Blah, blah, blah. It was awful. And then we both pretended to look at our phones and I was standing right next to him and I didn't want to like back away or like stand in front of him. It was just so fucking awkward. Like icing on the anxiety cake, right? So, um, after that I go and get Tori and I was going to, um, take them. I had a Target pickup to do and then I was going to take them to get Chick-fil-A because the Chick-fil-A is like 30 minutes away from our house, which is probably the best thing that could ever happen because I would eat Chick-fil-A every single day if I could. So usually like when I do stuff like this, I will just after I pick the kids up from school, we'll go run to do the Target pickup and then Chick-fil-A, but that's 40 minutes from the school to get over there. So I said, you know what? I'm going to drop you guys off at home. You guys have homework. So you do your homework and then um, I'll go get Target and pick up Chick-fil-A. I really just wanted to be by myself. I really didn't want to be in the car with them all that long because I didn't have iPads. I didn't have anything. Uh, No snacks, no iPads. So they were just going to turn and tear each other apart in a matter of minutes um, so the girls, they get homework on Monday, not, I mean, Teddy's in pre-K, so she doesn't get homework, but the big girls get homework on Mondays and then it's not due till Thursday. And so right before we got out of the car, they were both saying, well, all three of them were saying how exhausted they were and asked if they could do homework on today on Tuesday. So I said, okay. So I still dropped them off. And then I went and drove to Target and Chick-fil-A and, um, I ate a whole medium fry on the way home. There is nothing better than, well, they weren't even my fries. That's the truth. They were someone else's fries. They were Tori's fries. But we still had plenty. We figured things out. But there's nothing better. I ordered myself a large Diet Dr. Pepper. I was just craving that. And then I just ate the fries. Hot, salty, no dipping sauce, no nothing. Just so good in the car like that. Hi, Snoopy. Hi, my little co-host. How are you? Huh? Um, but came back home, the girls ate, and I guess everybody ended up going to bed pretty early. Um, and Steven and I were good. I'm trying to think if we watched anything last night. I mean, I don't think we did. I think tonight, like usually every single night we put the kids to bed and then we're so excited to hang out and drink some wine and watch shows because our favorite pastime is watching movies and series. And I mean, I've seen every movie, every series you could ever imagine. It's just what we do. So when we meet people and we're like, okay, what's your like, what's your binging show right now that you guys are watching together? Oh, you know, we really just, we don't have time to watch TV. Okay. I don't want to be your friend. Just kidding. But then, I don't know, at least have something else shallow to talk about and to tell me about. You better tell me about a smutty book or some gossip from preschool or, you know, like, give me something. Give me something light and easy. So I'm sure we'll get back into that. Um, So we've watched the first American Horror Story for this new season with Kim Kardashian. And when I heard Kim K was going to be on my beloved show, I was annoyed because those are two parts of my world like like two two sections of my world that should always be parallel they should never intersect 
and they are. So there is a morbid curiosity, but then there's also just an annoyance that Kim is like crossing the line. Um, she's a, an okay actress, but I don't know. She just doesn't belong there and it's frustrating. So I'm hoping to like her more. I think I probably felt the same way, like felt weird about Lady Gaga when she um, did a season of this, but then I ended up falling in love with her. But Lady Gaga's like fucking weird and cool and Kim is not weird. There's nothing weird about Kim. She's just, I don't know, Kim Kardashian. So I think, I don't even remember what this season is fully about. Like it, it was kind of a slow first episode. So we'll see um, how episode two, I think, oh, it comes out on Wednesday. So we'll see tomorrow what episode two is like. And then um, uh, what is it? Love is Blind, the new season has started um I think I was mad at Steve when I was watching them so I don't feel like I fully um like took them all in but the girl who is a scientist who works in the Middle East who is going to be moving back home to Houston and the guy says well when are you moving back home well I've already moved back home a couple weeks ago like okay well what are you doing here he says she said oh I'm um I uh, do skincare. And he's like, oh, like a facialist? Like you have a skincare line? She's like, no, I have a very special composition. Like, bitch, what are you talking about? So what I'm guessing, I don't know why she was so strange about being a scientist and working in the Middle East and living over there, but then having to move back here, but then she already moved back here and then super sketchy about her spa stuff. So I'm guessing she has a Yoni spa, which is where you steam your vagina. That's what I'm guessing. I hope that's what she has and not just like she does skin pin. You know what I mean? Like, why are you being so fucking weird about it? Um... But I, I don't even think, I don't think she makes it to the next round. Um, I don't know. I need to go back and watch it again because I do think things got kind of interesting and I just, I didn't pay enough attention. I'm also watching the new Real Housewives of New York and I have enjoyed it so much. Like with this new cast, I think they are a breath of fresh air. Um and visually, like, it it reminds me of the old, like, when Real Housewives of New York first started. Like, there's something fresh and interesting about it. It seems like the city is finally another character again, like it was in the beginning. New York City is, like, its own character. As to where, like, the later years in New York, I think the characters, the personalities got so big that the, the city itself kind of got lost in all of that. And so I appreciate like being in New York with them, if that makes sense. But I've heard so many people make fun of the drama and the issues that they have being so fucking dumb and made up. And now I see what they're talking about. It is really dumb. And they are really like trying to make a mountain out of a molehill, if that that's the expression. Um, and it is annoying. And it is like, come on, guys. But I guess you've got to make drama somewhere. But I really am enjoying it. I really, I really am loving it. And then I was going back through and watching the old seasons of uh, Real Housewives of OC. Um, 
I like the seasons with Heather Dubro. Like I love and hate Heather Dubro all at the same time. I think she is incredibly pretentious. I think she does talk down to people um, naturally. I don't even think she tries to. I think it's just the way that she speaks to people. And, um, but I mean, she's been that way since the first season that she was on, but I love how rich she is. I love, I don't know. I used to listen to her podcast, Heather Dubrow's World, back in the day when she would really just kind of talk about her life. And she had an assistant named Natalie that would just ask her about her life. Like, basically it was like the Lady Heather podcast, but if I had a personal assistant who, um, knew that I only like to talk about myself, which I do, and so would ask me a bunch of questions. It was like that, but I loved hearing about her rich fucking life, and like she was just so happy in her life, and the weekends, and the trips, and how she would celebrate things, and I mean, is she out of touch? Yes, but my God, sometimes it's so nice to go to that place with her. And in her old podcast, that's how I feel. That's what I feel like it used to be. And honestly, that, that, okay, so I loved Heather DeBro's world. And I also used to love Straight Up with Stassi back in the day when she was broke and stressed out about boys and would just talk about life, talk about her life. And that's what I like to do here. Um, and, you know, Straight Up with Stassi has completely changed. She got canceled, as we all know. And now her podcast, she's a kid. I mean, she has two kids now. She just had another baby. And so everything's totally different. But, like, my cozy listens are going back and listening to um, Stassi when she was broke and getting drunk on the job. Like, just so much fun. And then Heather Dubrow's out of touch life celebrating Valentine's Day with her husband and her kids and I don't know I just I love those podcasts and I love Real Housewives and then what else oh so I've been watching um 90 Day Fiance I was watching 90 Days the other way and then I think I hit a wall where I'm waiting on a new episode I think I'm watching it on the Discovery app so I don't even know what's new and what's not new and then I'm also um watching 90 days 90 day fiance before the 90 days and fuck so many train wrecks like what are these people doing there i i don't know if i think there's any couple that should make it now if you are a 90 day fiance fan then you know who gino is and jasmine gino and jasmine jasmine is the sexiest cutest funniest most fiery girlfriend you could ever imagine and he is the dorkiest um I I I don't even know how to describe him and she's like it's like nobody somebody couldn't write this better this sexy what is uh this sec oh it's what is that show like modern family like whoever Al Bundy is and then his wife who makes the jeans Sophia fuck you know what I'm talking about, but it's this really unattractive white guy, dorky, unattractive, gross white guy, and then this sexy, beautiful, young, vibrant, angry Latina woman, and I forget where she's from. Mm, Brazil? No, shit. I don't know. 
But she like loves him so much. And does she want his money? Maybe a little, but he's not like rich. And she wants to have sex with him 24-7 and he turns her down. Like this was a huge part in the last episode that I watched that he finally came inside of her when they were having sex she says that he always has to masturbate to have an orgasm never with her and she said that she got him to because she peed on his chest she says this on national television but there's something about the two of them that is really cute and I think that they could spend the rest of their lives together, but I think it would be like a little bit of War of the Roses, you know, like I think if one of them wanted to leave, I think they would burn the house down before they let the other one have it. And like, I don't know, there's something passionate between them. And I, I think it's because of her. I think he's very lucky to have a woman like that who's interested in him. But yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm loving that. Um, speaking of podcasts, um, the drama that's been going on with my absolute favorite podcaster, Heather McDonald. Um, she has a podcast, Juicy Scoop. If you don't listen to it, God, I'm a little jealous, but you can go back like however many years. And then I pay for her Patreon. I don't know if I pay $10 or $20 a month for her Patreon, but she has podcasts that come out every Tuesday and every Thursday, like clockwork, not like this shit. It actually comes out every Tuesday, every Thursday. And then I pay for the extra double whatever Patreon Juicy Scoop. So I also get um, a Patreon episode on Fridays and usually she has one on Saturdays too. And it's just like the best, but she's going through it right now. Like a former regular guest that she used to have on all the time has turned against her. And then Jeff Lewis on his podcast has turned against her and then a few other people. And there's so much shit going on on Reddit right now about her. It's just, it's so immature and so fucking thirsty and stupid the way that they're handling it. Even if everything that they're saying about Heather is true, the way that they're handling it is just so gross and thirsty. And I don't know, I feel defensive of her. I love her. And when I see all these Reddit posts pop up on my phone, I just, I roll my eyes. But I mean, the more, the more um, people that you touch, the more, the the more open you are to criticism. But you're making a deeper impact. If if you were making, like, if a ton of people knew about you and nobody hated you, then I think you would be so fucking boring and not being true to yourself on anything. I will continue to be true to myself. Um, even if people hate me and sometimes people do hate me. Do you remember a long time ago when I was more relevant and people started, it wasn't a Reddit thread. It was, um, some, I forget the website, but they would just talk about different bloggers and stuff like that. And people said that I was such a terrible mom that my kids, um, would be better off if they had been aborted or adopted or something. I mean, all kinds of really like hateful shit, but damn, I must have been, you know, making some sort of impact to start a whole thread about me. Don't mean to brag, but there's a hate thread about me. Um, but now I still am losing followers. So I was at 10.1 thousand on Instagram. I am now at 10. No point anything. Slowly, I am just turning people off. And that is a okay. Imagine, well, it was after my tarot. I did a, a post about me. I said, Steve won't let me have an OnlyFans. So now I'm a tarot card reader. 
And I think I probably lost quite a few people from that post. But boo fucking who. Get a sense of humor, you big idiot. Um, and either love me or don't. I don't care. I really don't care. Me and Snoopy, we're good. She's so cute. She used to sit here with me all the time when I would podcast. And now she likes to sit on the couch in her room. But she decided to come up and be with me. I don't know if you can hear her purring, but she's very, very happy. Okay, so today's Tuesday. What else do we have going on? So today I have about seven more minutes and I'm going to have to leave you to go rinse my hair. I need to self-tan. I'm starting to look like a white person again and that is completely unacceptable. I'm going to a new place on Thursday to try Botox. Um, Well, I, I like Dysport, but I need something and I've been going to my dermatologist who I love in Sugarland, he's incredible, but I'm not going to be out there for a while, and I, I want to find somebody local. So I started looking around, um, and I found this place called Newman and Company, N-E-W-M-A-N and Co., Newman and Co., something like that, and they have a really big social media presence, they have great reviews, and there was a deal on filler because... Part of me kind of wants to try out filler in other areas like jaw filler, chin filler, cheek filler. I don't know. Just, you know, I'm not feeling cute. Like, I feel like my face is, I guess I'm just getting older. Or maybe the more years I have to look at it, the more boring it gets. I just I just don't feel cute. And I want to remove, you know, I want to remove the skin over my eyes. Uh when I talk to my plastic surgeon again, so we'll talk about that. But I just want to see what uh, what a nurse injector, if she looked at my face and could do anything, what would she do? She's probably, they're probably going to tell me you need to dissolve your lips and start over again. Like I know a lot of people are doing that because I've had my lip filler since I was like 25. So 13 plus years and I've never dissolved it I just keep adding to it but people tell me they love my lips all the time and I kind of do too the filler has migrated but it's not bad oh and then I've seen where people have gotten Botox in their nose to kind of like um make their nose look less wide or I don't know I just want to know what my options are before I need to get a mini facelift at 40 or 43. I think 43 is a good facelift age um, for me. And that's like one of those sneaky little things like, damn, Heather looks so fresh. You're not going to know. Well, of course you're going to know when I get it done, but I don't want the general public to look at me and uh, say, oh, this bitch got a facelift. No, that's what happens when you're 60 and you get your skin pulled back. Then everybody knows. But if you do it at 43, it's just like, fuck, she's ageless. That is the plan. So I'll be your uh, facelift big sister, and I'll do all the scary things, and then I'll tell you what to do and what not to do. What else? So I have that on Thursday. Friday, I'm going to um, breakfast with my girls and then Friday evening we have some friends Michelle and Dave and I don't know if both her sons or just her little son is coming into town they're going to stay with us and Meredith and Greg are going to come over with their little kids and um, we're going to grill let the kids run amok swim whatever and just hang out and then Saturday 
I forget what's going on on Saturday. I'm sure there's some festival or some fall something going on. And then Sunday is my tarot card reading class. So I'm trying to decide. I would love to do two podcasts a week. I really do love Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday is great, like I said, because I have, you know, to tell you about what happened last, you know, the weekend before. But then Thursday, do I have anything to tell you? But then maybe Thursdays can be like other long tangents or stories that aren't necessarily topical now, or they can be, you know, just kind of different discussions that aren't so like telling you what's happening on a day-to-day basis. So maybe I would really like to do that Thursday. Let's see um, if I can do that. But I'm committing to Tuesdays. Do you hear that? Tuesdays is our date set your, make sure if you're following my podcast, uh, make sure you're following it so that you get automatic updates whenever a new episode is released. Make sure you're doing that. And then, yeah, just thank you for listening. Um, I have like three more minutes. I don't know if there's anything else I want to say. Oh my God. Oh my God. Did you hear? Now I'm on a TikTok where I'm hearing all the most horrible things in the world. There, um, I saw a TikTok where there was a six-month-old baby boy who almost died. He had to get a blood transfusion because he was being eaten alive by rats. His, he had to get fingers amputated, a six-month-old. A, these rats bit him more than 50 times. He was found in his crib covered in blood. Just horrific. And then um, there was another case where a dad let, I guess a mom went out of town or something, and the dad let the little kid, um, the the little baby, I don't know if it was a two-month-old or what, I just heard about this today, but the baby died in its crib because the dad was playing video games and never checked on the kid. Like, I think he left the kid alone for more than 24 hours. And who knows if it's going to come out that there was more abuse or different things involved, but just so sad and I'm I have the TikTok algorithm that tells me all of the sad things but it's so fascinating it the the court case that I watched with um Stalk what's her name Leticia Stalk that was the best most interesting trial I've ever watched and I keep trying to get back into a, a current trial, but nothing has pulled me in the way that that and the Alex Murdoch trial. Alex Murdoch trial was, I would say, number two. So if you are looking for a long form something to watch or to listen to in the background, the Leticia Leticia Stalk Leticia Stalk um, trial was, oh my gosh, so fascinating. She is a monster. But in the most, uh, entertaining is an evil word to use, but it's fascinating. It is just so fascinating. Um, I think that's it for now. I will let you go. I love you. This hour just flew by. Um, please make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. Please like it. Give me a five-star review. Leave me a note. Tell me how much you love me, even though I don't deserve it. Um, And I will talk to you on Thursday. How about this? I will check in on Thursday, even if it's a short episode. But I'm going to try to come up with, like I have so many life stories or different things to talk to you about. So I will come up with something. So I will talk to you in a couple of days. Love you. Bye.